Let's open our Bibles, John chapter 14. John chapter 14. One more thing I wanted to mention. Uh, if you... Uh, if you are uh, wanting to keep up with kind of end times, what's happening, there's a, there's a, a website or a, a program called Happening Now. Happening Now. And the, the latest uh, episode was, uh, it's with Jack Hibbs. He's from Calvary Chapel in Chino Valley. Chino Valley. And uh, the latest episode, he had Amir Tsarfati on there with him. And, and uh, Amir is a, a Jewish Christian who has a ministry of just about end times and about what's going on around the world. And it's, he's, I receive his uh, emails and everything, and he's just, uh, he's very good, very biblical, very biblically oriented and, and that. But, but uh, you can check that out. <clears throat> a lot of stuff happening around the world, a lot of stuff happening in California. So anyways, uh, John chapter 14, we talked last time about the fact that we would never be alone, and how would that be possible except by the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, the one that, that Jesus says that he lives with you, and he will be what? In you. He's actually coming to live within us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If we belong to him, the, the Holy Spirit now lives within us. And, and so it's not based on feelings, as I said, though... Uh, you know, feelings are good, and as a matter of fact, we sing songs, and sometimes music, you know, helps to, to, to uh, you know, bring our feelings and, and get us in touch with what's going on, and, and music kind of is, you know, a good song is like that, uh, but we can't really always base it on feelings, but really we base it on what the promises that we find in God's Word and that, that Jesus has given to us. So he says, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you, he said. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth. And without him, we aren't his. We don't have him living within us, it says in Romans chapter 8. We don't belong to him. But he said he would not leave us as orphans. He will teach us all things. He will remind us of everything that he has said to us. So what I want to talk about today is peace. And... Uh, you know, he, he goes into this right after he talks about the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, and, and he talks about peace in, in verse 27 is what we're going to look at today. Uh, but there are things in this world, I think, that steal the peace that's within us. But Jesus, as, as we'll read in this verse here, verse 27, is the one who gives us peace. He gives us his peace. But the things in this world that steal, what, what are some of the things that come to your mind when you think of things that steal away your peace? Is there anything that ever steal away your peace? I, I, I think it can think of a lot of things. What, what are you, any, any ideas? Fear. Fear. Fear can just rob it right out of there. Yeah, what else? Sickness, yeah, the, the sickness that we face, yeah. Worry. Media? Yeah. Watch the evening news. Your peace gone. But you know, they, 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 they are calculated. It's like a good song is calculated to, to, to get you to feel and react. The news is calculated, too, to get you to react as well. So they work at that. That's what they're paid to do. 
And a good new ca- newscast will do that. What else? Any others? Conflict in relationships, yeah, yeah. What did you say, Ann? Sorrow, yep. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff, right? Uh, you know, the, the, our own struggles, our own sin. I think uh, when we go through these times and we're not trusting him, no fear. I mean, no, no peace and when we're not trusting him. I think, too, also when we take on things that are not from him, that are our own yoke, we're going to look at that. So this peace that he talks about, uh, anybody know what the, what the underlying word is for peace? Shalom. shalom. Right, when you go to Israel and it's, it, it's, a, it's the greeting, you know, people will say shalom to you as hello. They say shalom to you as goodbye. It's just a greeting, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have a lot of meaning. Uh, I think uh, I read even also when we say goodbye that, you know, it, it, the, the root of that is God be with you. I, I didn't look that up to confirm that, but, you know, we have these kinds of things. And, but, but what is this peace? What is this thing that we're talking about, this true shalom that Jesus is talking about here? Let's read the verse first. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. We see some of the peace stealers right even in that verse. But, but he talks about this peace and, and really what is this? It's an inner, inner rest. It's an inner fellowship with God that, that, that is something deep within us. It's not based on all th- the things around us. The, the, the actual uh, word itself means wholeness. There's this wholeness that is deep within us. I like the uh, New Living Translation version of this verse. He says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. The peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. He says, I'm leaving you with this peace. Peace I leave you. That's what he started off by saying in that verse. And, and he knew he was leaving, so it's kind of like a last will. You know, this is what I'm going to leave to you. Uh, you know, Maserati, Patrick, Lamborghini, Patrick, you know, Mercedes. You know, you drive through East Greenwich on Friday night, and if you got one of those cars, you want it parked right on the street, right in front of the restaurant, so that everybody can see you got this incredible red Ferrari. And if you drive through there on a Friday or Saturday night, you, you, you know what I mean. Jesus, he didn't talk about any of that stuff. He said, what, what am I going to leave you? Well, he, he already said he was going to give us his Holy Spirit, but he, he says, what I'm going to leave you is peace, my peace. Now, again, we don't, we don't base on, on our feelings and on what we see as we look around us, but we base it on his promises. And, and this is what he's promised. This is what is promised right here in verse 27. The number one peace, I think, that we have to keep in mind is the peace that we have with God. That's where it all starts. We're going to have communion in just a few minutes. If I can get through this message, 
we're going to have time for communion, I should say. And, and really, where does peace start? It starts right there, right? At the cross. That's where peace starts. Always, always, always. Jesus said, my peace I give you. It's a different kind of peace than the world's peace. The, the, you know, the, he says, I'm going to give you this peace. He's the peace giver. So where do we go when, when we don't have any peace? We don't go to the medicine cabinet. We don't go to the, you know, the package store. Where do we go? We have to go to Jesus. He says, my peace I give you. I'm going to give you the peace. It's something that you and I need to receive from him. This is where we get it. He says, I don't give you as the world gives. We studied this in the beginning of this uh, uh, time of separation. We, we looked at John 16, He says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. He said, in this world you will have what? Trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. The world is not going to give you peace. That's not what they're trying to do, you know, for, for the, the history of our whole, you know, planet. You know, uh, how, much, how much time, there have been studies about this, how much time of peace have we had on this planet? There are always wars going on. There are always conflicts happening in our planet. The, the world is not offering to us peace. It can't do it. But Jesus says, I'm going to give you peace. I can give you peace. In me, he said, you may have peace. So we go to Jesus. We, we get peace from him. And, and, and it's his peace. It's a different kind of peace than the world talks about, of course. But he says, don't let your hearts be troubled and, and by the things that want to steal the peace. And this word troubled means to be agitated, to be, you know, have this inward commotion, anxious. Someone said anxious thoughts, worry. To have this stuff that steals away our peace. But his peace is what can calm that troubled heart. His peace. By going to him and crying out to him for, for his promise. The promise that he has as the peace giver. So, I, you know, I, I'm fairly practical. So, you know, how do you do that? How does that work? How do you, how do you get it? You know, what do we do? Well, three things that I, that I find, of course, there's many, many more, but three things I think are really important. Number one is this, is about trust. Number one is we need to trust him. We need to trust him. And in, in John 14, 1, what does it say? Do not let your hearts be troubled, you know. Uh, trust in God, trust also in me. We, we see it at the beginning of this chapter we're looking at now. Don't let your hearts be troubled. How? Trust in God and trust also in me. We need to put our trust in him. We need to trust him in all the stuff that's going on in our lives. And, and again, I say this all the time because I, I hear it all the time where God is saying to me, not an audible voice, but I know he's saying this to me, will you just trust me? Will you trust me in the middle of all this stuff? Will you trust me? The second verse, and, I, and, I, and I, I was going to have you turn to these because I think it's so important that we know these verses, but we don't have time. But Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we, we looked at that not that long ago. It says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight or he will direct your paths. We need to trust him with, with everything we have. This is, this is where peace comes when we're, when we're trusting him. When we're, when we're trying to lean on our own understanding, when we're trying to do it ourselves, there's not going to be much peace around. We're not going to have anything inside. Number one, we need to trust him. Number two, and we've already talked about this, we need to pray. We've, we've got to pray. We've got to come to him. We've got to come and, and get at the foot of the cross and kneel before him and, and, and pour these things out. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. This is the definitive passage about how we get peace. Can you say that? Definitive. What's the definitive passage? Philippians 4, 6, and 7. He says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Don't, don't worry about anything is the, uh, the, the simple version of that about that, but pray about everything. Don't worry about anything, but pray, pray about everything. I remember what Warren Wearsby said, and uh, you know, he said, Why pray when you can worry? Right? Remember that? The truth is, why worry when you can pray? That's what it should be. I mean, he's, making, he's being facetious, obviously. Why worry when you can pray? So he says, don't be anxious about anything. And then verse 7, he says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God. How do we get it? We trust him and we go and we pray. We lay it all out. God, this thing is just making me insane. I don't, I'm so worked up. I got some news about something this week and I was just like, wah. You ever get like that? Wah. Can you do that? Yeah, see? <laughs> Leave it to Larry. Larry Montello. Or is it Mondello? You'd have to think back. Leave it to Beaver. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the peace of God, you know, I, 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 I just prayed. I just had to pray. God, what is, you know, and, and, and you know what? Uh, through a, a period of time, and it wasn't that long, but sometimes it takes a little longer, but the peace, I, I, just, I just got some, some peace inside. Now, did it change the circumstances? Did it change anything? The outward circumstances were all the same. Nothing changed. It was. It is what it is. It was what it was. But the peace inside changed. I changed, you see. Pray. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We, we need to have these verses memorized. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. We need to know where these verses are in our Bibles. We need to have them in our hearts so that, that they can rescue us in these times. And they do come, and they will come. I guarantee you. I promise you. The third thing is is to follow his way. And, and that is really in Matthew 11, where Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle 
and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So often we're, we're carrying these huge, huge loads and we wonder why we have no peace because we're carrying things that he hasn't given us to carry. Now, it doesn't mean he doesn't want us to carry anything because he says, I'm going to give you a yoke. Take my yoke. Again, how do we know what it is? We need to pray, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Well, how, what do you want me to be doing and carrying? What's, what's my yoke supposed to be all about? When I start to take on someone else's yoke, when I start to take on things that I think I should be carrying, peace gone. But he says, my yoke is easy. He says, you'll find that rest for your souls. So these are the, the three things. And I want you just to, to know where those verses, John 14, 1, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and, and Matthew chapter 11, and know where those are. I wanted to write those on a card and give them to you, but my wife said, you can't give people stuff. I don't care. I'm going to give it to them anyways. And maybe I will put it on a card. I'll just I'll put it under UV light or something and then hand it out like, ooh. <laughs> you need to have these verses. You've got to have these verses. These are the promises that we've got to rely on and trust in. These, this is the stuff. This is the stuff we need. David Guzik said that Jesus left us two things. I mentioned that, and one was the, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit and, and his peace. I, I kind of alluded to this, but, but someone said this. Peace didn't, did not mean a life free from trouble, but an inward calm given by Jesus and provided by him. And really, it was completed. It was all kind of put together at the cross. At the cross. Why do I say that? Because it says in Ephesians uh, chapter 2, it says that in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace. And then in Colossians chapter 1, it says this. I'll put it up on the screen. You can read it with me. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. That's in Jesus. That's a, a, that's a scripture of deity of Jesus. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And get this, making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Making peace through his blood shed on the cross. As I said, peace starts always, forever, at the cross. At the cross. That's why we celebrate. That's why we remember the cross when we have communion. So I don't know about you, what, what your life is like, and, and do you go through these times of not peace? I think, I think you do because you all, you know, most of you had some kind of an answer about things that were, were peace stealers, but but Jesus is the peace giver, and it starts at the cross of what he did for us. It's amazing. So we're going to pray. Uh, first, I, I, I want, if I can get uh, uh, Patrick and Justin, can you hand, hand out the communion for us? Uh, Chris is going to come up, and, and we're going to pray. And uh, we, we just want to come to the foot of the cross. That's, that's, what that's what we do as we celebrate this communion. And, and so uh, 
And then we'll have the worship team come and we'll, we'll finish a song. And, and, and go ahead and take the, uh, the communion. Uh, our, the guys are going to pass it out here. Uh, and then we'll pray. You can go ahead and pass it out now. The three steps, if they will, if you will, for peace, one to trust, number two to pray, and number three is to, to, to follow his ways. Follow his ways in your life. Follow what he has for you, what he wants to do. Not my will, but your will be done. When we're, when we're, when we're walking in a path that, that he hasn't called us to walk in, Trouble, it's trouble. Thank you, Patrick. Can you fix my um, screen for me, please? There we go. Scripture says in Second Thessalonians chapter three. Now may the Lord of peace Himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Is that powerful? That's a verse there. The Lord of peace. He's the Lord of peace. May He Himself give you peace. That's what Jesus said. My peace I give you. My peace I give you. At all times and in every way. You, you can't, there's, not, there's no circumstance, no situation where you can say, well, you know, I'm not going to get any peace this time. It's gone too far. It's too bad. It's too much. It's, it's not, not going to happen. At all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for Jesus. For you love the world so much, you sent your one and only son that he would die on that cross for our sins and pay our price and, and that we might have peace with you. That's the beginning of all true peace is peace with you, Father, through the cross of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we come and we, and we, we bow, we, we humble ourselves before the cross. Jesus, what you did for us, you didn't just say you were going to give us peace, you brought us peace, you completed it, you... You proved it. You made it happen at the cross. Jesus, we humble ourselves before you. We thank you and, and, and forgive us of our, of our failures, our sins, our striving, our weaknesses. Lord, forgive us for our reactions. that we might come back to that place of peace, the peace that, that, that passes all understanding as we pray, as we come before you, as we trust you, as we seek to follow your way. You'll make our paths straight. You'll direct our paths.